welcome to another episode of So Filling, where you get yourself fed. I'm Tiffany. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Kobe. And of course, we're always excited to talk to you guys. Like, always. Always, always, always. Y'all are our best friends, our soulmates. Exactly. And if you haven't already subscribed to us on Apple Podcasts or SoundCloud or YouTube, what are you waiting for? Like, we're here for you. Go ahead and subscribe so you never, ever miss a podcast. Ever, yes. ever. Connect with us. us. Connect with us. We're mm-hmm. everywhere. We're on Instagram. Mm-hmm. We're on Twitter. And we're on Facebook. And what yeah. do they need to type in to find us? Just type in Soul Feeling Podcast. S-O-U-L space F-I-L-L-I-N-G podcast and i totally forgot to tell them about our freaking amazing live show that's coming yeah. up oh my god now we are celebrating two years of doing this two i can't believe years. it wow it feels like yesterday <laughs> y'all i know so much has happened we yes. have grown tremendously oh my over god. these two years thanks to you guys yes so I hope if y'all live in the Houston area that y'all come out to our live show so we can actually yes. meet you guys, so we can actually hug you guys. Yes. Uh, it's really going to be fun. We have poetry, we have live music, and of course we're going to have soulful conversations. I'm just pumped. I'm so pumped. Like I feel so warm inside. But let's just go ahead and get to the nitty gritty. Okay, I have to talk to you guys about this before we get started with our real, real topic. Yes. Our topic <laughs> is about complaining. Complaining. But I have to talk to you guys about voting because it's just... Very sentimental to me. Like, I'm not yes. one of those political people. I'm not. But I do know how important it is to me to vote. And so this came up because one of my co-workers, he came up. Well, I don't know how we even got on this subject. <laughs> it might have been my fault. And I think I was like, hey, make sure you vote for Beto. This Beto guy is running for senator of Texas. He's going up against yes. Ted Cruz. And mm-hmm. I just feel like he is just... This guy who I've never even like. Like, where has he been? Where have you been? been? He's like, I'm not taking corporation money. Mm -hmm. He literally talks about black people by like their name. He doesn't say, you know, people of color, you know, minorities. He's like, nope, black women, black Mm -hmm. men, incarceration, you know, all these things. And I'm just like, why you sound like me? (laughs) And even acknowledges his white privilege. And I'm just like, that's huge, like, because a lot of people steer away from saying black people. And I just appreciate the fact that he brings that up. The other, you know, target talks about other communities, just injustices in general that's happening in this world. Mm-hmm. And so he really got me hyped up to, to vote and actually make a change. But going yeah. back to, like, what happened at work, my coworker, I don't know how I got to talk about. He's like, no, nah, I don't vote. And I don't like when people say, if uh, you can't complain, if you don't vote. <laughs> and I'm like, I get it. You know, we all live in America, whether you vote or not, yes. you know, that's a right. Mm-hmm. Um, you still have the right to complain if you want to, because you're a human being, you have freedom of speech. But <clears throat> what I realized is that it's, and he was like, he's he very pro-black. And so he was basically saying like, I'm going to make the change you know, being, like, being with, you know, my people, my black Mm -hmm. people, you know, and make a change. We're going to make our own communities and stuff like that. Yes. Which I totally agree with as well. But what is the matter with doing both? Like, what's the... You still have to do your part. Right. You know, like, this is the system. We have to live with it, live Mm -hmm. in it. Right. And so why not use that to get what we want? Right. So go ahead and make your communities, but at the same time, play in the system and still yes. try at least yes. to vote 
for something that's going to make our communities better. Right. And so um, that's what I was trying to convey to him. But he was like, nope, they use us all as pawns. And I ain't standing with that shit. I ain't going to let nobody <laughs> use me as a pawn. And I get that. Right. I really do. Because, you know, the legislation, I'm, oh, I was going to say the government no, has I, let us down. It seems, yeah. has definitely let us all down, especially the black community. But what were you going to say? Yeah, I was just going to say, I, I, I've been in that place in my life where I was where your uh, co-worker mm-hmm. was. And I think it's just, he's probably gone through um, generations or per se decades just watching, witnessing his mom or his dad go to the polls year, oh, well, election after election and then still seeing no change. And I think that's what kind of um, I think it kind of ties to that whole syndrome of, um, you know, when you tie an elephant to a, when they're a baby, when you tie an elephant to a, a, a metal or a steel stake and they try and run, 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 run so fast. And then over a year, like say 10 years pass, you can tie them to a little measly, a, a wooden stick out of a tree. And then they will see that stick and they will not even attempt to move anymore. Right. So I think it's like black people are no longer even attempting to make that move anymore because psychologically they're like, yeah, the, the system don't work for us. I'm not even going to try anymore. Like we, we, we done with that trying phase, which I don't like, I, I'm now agreeing with Tiffany. Like, why can't we just do both? We clearly see politics and, and, and uh, um, the political parties do have a huge influence on the American people. And granted, if we're not as far as we want to be in the political race, we have to pave the way. Yeah. That's all I'm, that's where I'm at with it now. Yeah, I totally agree. It's just like, I've just seen it on like, I work in a nonprofit. I just see how, by someone being in an administration, how you could lose funding mm-hmm. or how you could get funding for the things that matter to you, mm-hmm. like HIV. Like, um, this current administration has taken um, money out for funding for to help prevent HIV mm-hmm. and putting it towards borders. So, That's you know. That's crazy. Fucking borders. Right, so it's just like people, I just feel like I didn't, I didn't really know the importance of voting for real, even though I, I still did, but I didn't really understand until I was working for a nonprofit and I saw money being taken away from a place that really matters. And HIV affects us more than anybody. We're 13% of the country, 12% of the country, but 44% are, um, of all HIV diagnosis and new cases yes it's it's for black people so I'm like this is not and the thing is also y'all I don't know if y'all seen on the news that they're making it harder for black people to vote democrat or to vote Mm -hmm. so remember they they um they stopped this whole bus of democrats going to vote black Democrats coming going to vote, trying to like stop them, mm-hmm. and then they also changing like different policies, saying if there's any bit of changes on your ID, you can't vote. But so this goes for everybody, right? But the only people who have had any any hiccups is like mostly black people, even though they're the smaller percentage of the mm-hmm. place. So I'm just saying this to say. People, black people are saying, "Oh no!" Well, some black people are saying, "Oh no!" It doesn't matter if you vote or not. If it didn't matter if we voted or not, they wouldn't be trying to stop us from voting. They wouldn't be trying to stop us from voting years ago when we couldn't mm-hmm. vote at all. So it really does matter. Mm-hmm. So they wouldn't be stopping us. So That's so true. I'm just saying that uh, to say, I really hope that you guys <laughs> go out and vote. Um, and I was also going to just say it's more than just voting 
if you want to make a change. Um, you have to, what I learned about like white people, I guess, mm-hmm. is that even like, I really, you know, I don't like gentrification or anything like that, is that the difference between us and them sometimes is that they're more vocal. So they see a pothole in the street, they're calling, uh, we need this pothole filled. Us, we just run over the potholes or we say, we watch out for that pothole. Mm, yeah. But I feel like it's the privilege that comes with white people that say, they know. Yeah. I, but then I will say, like, their voice is being heard more. If we call, right. it's just this complaining, since we're on the complaining podcast. But Bless. if they're called, I think it has something to do with their econo- economical mm-hmm. standing, status, per se. Mm-hmm. So since they have more money, people listen to their voice a little more. Right. Uh, and which sucks. Or that uh, that's true, but it also might be psychological too for us to be feeling like we're our voice isn't heard. Like I understand that, but like my boss, he's one of those people who call for anything. Yeah. And so he calls so much until it's um it's done. Like mm-hmm. he got new roads in his neighborhood. Wow. He got all this stuff because he's like, oh, I'm I'm gonna call, I'm gonna leave a note, I'm, and being persistent. So it mm-hmm. may take one call for the white person, but for a black person, it might take five. Yeah. You know what I mean? True. So it's just like being persistent in everything that we do. And like I said earlier, like I'm not a political person, so I'm probably not gonna be one of the people collating or being one of the groups to push the law or to be lobbying, but I will vote for the people who will make the change. Mm-hmm. At least do that. And, they, and I want to go touch on the point that you mm-hmm. made earlier, how we are only 13% of the population, but yet they're still trying so hard to prevent us from voting. And uh, I remember I was having a conversation with um, this man that worked at um, in HISD, and we were talking about how, well, okay, I remember in the previous podcast, one of our previous podcasts, I think this was the complaining, I mean, the change podcast, mm-hmm, or great. fear, or no, I think the change podcast, and I was saying how our school has been affected because um, the whole wall, the Trump building the wall situation, yes. how it's affecting um, the Hispanic immigrants that are in our country right now. And basically what it's doing to the school districts is it's making schools that have a higher demographic of Hispanics, uh, predominantly um, from Mexico, is causing them to um, not enroll into schools because they're afraid for their lives if they're um, illegal citizens or even if their parents is illegal citizens, they're not enrolling their children into schools because it's just a really high risk of them commuting back and forth being out in the open on a day-to-day basis um having to pick their child up and bring them and take them it's just like the risk of you getting caught is that much greater so it's been affecting the schools and so i was having a conversation with the guy hrsd i'm like yeah that's so crazy and that's super sad like i can't believe like that we're really it's come down to this and this really um started affecting Americans or per se Texans well I'll just say Americans because it was beyond Texas Mm -hmm. Um, it started this summer Mm. so it was over the summertime when school wasn't going on like it was no we wasn't being enrolled in school and so when August came we was like okay where's all the students at like where y'all because they're afraid they're really afraid and so I was like man that's crazy why is this going on and then he brought up something that was pertaining to politics, and I never really thought of it this way. He mm-hmm. was saying that, you know, it's because majority, I mean, the minorities are no longer being the minorities anymore. Mm-hmm. He's like, they are trying to regulate how many mm. Hispanics are, are in or minorities, because 
most times we they do associate brown and blacks together. So right. they're saying they're they're and we know Hispanic people. I'm, I'm sorry. Well, I don't even know if this is this is accurate, but I just feel like it is. And sorry if you're Hispanic and you want to, you just let me know if I'm, I'm inaccurate. But Hispanics they do populate mm-hmm. way greater than um, we can definitely say our Caucasian counterparts. So mm-hmm. the household size is very larger. Large. It's a mm-hmm. us a large like the average I would say is four four for a Hispanic population. I mean, so they are trying to. They're afraid that they're numbers are growing so large and more of them will start to vote democrat and it will kind of be imbalanced on the um political parties the country as a whole will be uh, become a full democratic party opposed to the republican party and so and they they're thinking long term like how do we stay the uh elite people and i was like dang i never thought about that i never thought about it like that because i mean just look now how we have a lot of jobs are looking you have to be bilingual a lot lot that's why we need to learn to a lot of yes spanish speakers Mm -hmm. yes well i didn't think about that I didn't think about that either, and I was just like, "Whoa, I never thought about that." But that's it makes sense. It, it makes so sense, and then that's what made me think like voting is really important. Now that I was not really thinking it was that important, but I was like, "Wow, they really fit are in fear that they will no longer have control <laughs> of the electoral right? or the um, politics, wow. yes. the political parties anymore." So I was like, "Wow." And when you said that about the kids not enrolling, so get this. Okay, so the reason why they're not enrolling in school is because they're scared of getting um, deported. Sent, deported, their parents are deported or anything mm-hmm. like that, you know, because of the whole fiasco, which they were, you know, keep, keep, keeping kids in detention and stuff like that. That's so sad. But it's also, I feel like if they're really thinking about it long term as well, it's because, that you know, Donald Trump called these people rapists criminals and things like that if they're scared to get an education if they're scared to get a job Mm -hmm. they're going to lead to being criminals because there's nothing else they could do Mm -hmm. legally within america so it's just like him saying that and then they'll see like maybe a crime goes up because they're in survival mode they're like look i told you they're bad people but no you set it up in our in the american system Mm. to make them that way it's the same thing that they that they do with african-americans same thing so it's just like we gotta be thinking about this stuff and just doing what we can even if it's a simple Mm. trip to the voting booth go ahead and make your your presence known. Like, hey, we ain't playing with you. Oh, oh, you think that Ted Cruz is just gonna win like that? <laughs> nah, we gonna put up a fight. Mm-hmm. You know, we gonna show up. So, <laughs> I would ask you guys: Do you think that if you don't vote, that you can still complain? <laughs> I don't know the answer. I'm not going about to go back and forth with you. I just want to know what you think. <laughs> it's like I feel like. With Donald Trump being the president, it's really opened up everybody's eyes to make like, wait, hold up, this is weird. Let's Real. actually pay attention. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's the good thing out of all of this. Real. Mm-hmm. But let's talk about complaining, complaining of real life. <laughs> <laughs> this is real life complaining. Too. Oh yeah, that's just super real life. This is real, yeah, like our personal lives. I mean, that could affect our personal. Okay, anyways, y'all know what I'm trying to say. All right, guys, so. I don't know if it's just me, but I have found myself complaining a lot lately, and I got real mad at myself. Today, <laughs> when I was thinking about it, I was like, whoa, you really been complaining a lot, like, Rude. what's the deal? Mm-hmm. So, 
I don't know if I should dive into my story. I don't know if how it's so something that you've been complaining about lately. Okay, I'll break it down to you guys. If y'all listen to the past three podcasts, work mm-hmm. relations, next level thinking, mm-hmm. those are the main two where I really talked about it. Mm-hmm. So if y'all, I don't know if I said it all fully. And I'm sorry. Break it down I've been trying not to talk about my job, but it's just, if y'all listening, I'm sorry co-workers and bosses <laughs> i just gotta keep it real it's in my soul there, you know you like, spend a lot of time at work so right. it's, not, it's, it's natural for us to talk about work yes so this is my whole deal y'all know i love my job i love what it stands for but okay i'm a social media specialist and i have a partner who's a social media specialist we work very very good together we're like yin and yang mm-hmm. and um and my boss is cool too. So it's three of us on the team. Uh, so my CEO, she tells us that we're gonna get two more people on social media team. Y'all are growing. We're growing. Yes. She loves us. We're killing it. <laughs> since I don't, I haven't asked either. Since I feel some type of way because I'm just like, there's a lot of parts that I can't really say. I'm like, why Why do we need more people on the social media team? Like, I definitely understand, like, it could be a growing aspect. Like, yeah. I totally understand all that. Mm-hmm. I know grant, grant money it has to be separated weirdly that I have no clue about. <laughs> but I've been complaining about this a lot. And even though I said on the other podcast on why I shouldn't be complaining, I still found myself complaining. Mm. Like I was telling Jasmine everything the other day and then I was thinking to myself like, dang, I shouldn't be complaining. Because um so I'm complaining about all this stuff changing in my in my work life that I just, you know, for the past year this has been like the best job I've ever had in my life and then now things are changing I have to now that I'm I used to have to share an office with my partner and we're like super awesome together mm-hmm. now I'm gonna end up having to share this office with two more people so four of us in one so that's like a little crowded <laughs> but um I was just thinking like God doesn't do anything mm-hmm like that doesn't why am i thinking like it's not gonna work out for my good and like i was really mad like i'm like am i blocking my blessing because mm-hmm. i'm complaining like because i might be acting a little different around the office because i'm not just getting my way mm-hmm. and so it's like i need to chill and trust that trust. god is working everything out not only for my good but for the company's good Real. and like I was thinking in the um, mindset of lack, which, you know, I know better. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, if they hire these people, if you hire three more social media people, like, how am I supposed to get a raise? Like, this doesn't make sense in my mind. Yeah. But then I realized that the only person who could promote you is God. Mm-hmm. And I have to realize, like, it don't matter what my boss says it doesn't matter what anybody says it always matters what god says Mm. if he wants me to be promoted he will promote me if he wants me to have more money he'll give me more money if not i guess i know it's whatever god wants right but i'm not gonna sit here and complain and then god's gonna be like oh but i was about to just do something amazing in your life but you want to complain so (laughs) now i'm gonna do it so i was talking to god and i was like i can learn my lesson 
I'm not going to complain anymore because yeah. I know, like, your word says everything works out for good. Mm-hmm. You love the Lord, and I love the Lord. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my God, I spent all this time complaining and acting a little bougie at work, and I shouldn't be acting like that because mm-hmm. I know everything's going to work out. Girl. So that's what you're talking So about. you just said yeah. the problem, then solve the, the whole problem. <laughs> I love it. It's just that, I don't know, he never messed up (laughs) you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so it's just like I want to look at things at the brighter side and I realized I wasn't moving with love Mm -hmm. I was was moving within jealousy Mm because I recommended this girl she's really really good and she's like my acquaintance but like friend at the same time Mm -hmm. but am I just going to be real real I was like dang what if she's better than me because <laughs> she's really good yeah. and so I'm like why am I thinking like that and then mm-hmm. there was a sermon from Joel C today that I was listening to and he was talking about this exact thing that got me straightened up about jealousy mm-hmm. and how like you're supposed to um not be in competition with people mm-hmm. but you get favored from people Real. so if you're favored your favor will rub off on your other people, like your friends, the people you're mostly around. Mm-hmm. So instead of looking at people as competition, like even if they are better than you, right? their favor is going to rub off on you. But the only way that their favor is going to rub off on you is if you uplift them. Mm. Well, I do want to share a quote with you that I found by Maya Angelou, and it says, um, what you're supposed to do when you're when you don't like a thing is change it if you can't change it change the way you think about it don't complain Mm -hmm. and so to go back to your question about uh complaining and voting Mm -hmm. i think you shouldn't complain you if you don't Mm -hmm. like something change Change it it. Mm -hmm. yes and then if you can't change that thing then change how you view it Mm -hmm. or change your perspective on it um which sometimes it's not easy i know it's easier said than done but um, I just love that quote. I do. Yes. Because a lot of ch- changes do start from within. Mm-hmm. And I think that, you know, with complaining, and myself included, it becomes <laughs> a bad habit to the mm-hmm. point where, you know, sometimes we don't even realize we're doing it. Right. And that's not cool. But I was reading an article and it had some great points mm-hmm. on some things that you can do. Like it had a turner complaints into solutions and I do remember working for a company and my boss that was her favorite thing like do not come to me with problems come to me with solutions you know like don't come you know something is going on okay like that's fine okay what are you gonna do to fix it right that working for you know that particular boss really made me you know change my perspective on certain things and how I went about you know, when things happen, I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? Instead right. of just sitting there trying to complain about mm-hmm. it or talk about it or sulk in, and I'm like, okay. Like that I'm part. Like, yeah, what am I going to do? I like that. Right, Carve it down. All right, I'm just going to find a ride, you know? Right. right. I'm not just going to, you know, just Probably sit out and lose a day. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm about to figure out how to get, you know, still get things done. That's yeah. true. Um, the other thing is uh, they mentioned complain sometimes. Like, for instance, traffic. Mm-hmm. You know, we like sitting in the car and it's like, oh man, this traffic sucks, you know, you're just right. driving. Um, but 
you know, like you're going to it looks like you you know, you're going to a job. Right. Like, you know, you have a car. So it's right. like change those complaints into a you I, know I do that. I just wanna give an example on how to flip it because the perspective thing really does it for me like yeah. I really try to change the perspective so if I know like I pre- prepare myself I'm like okay I know I'm about to be in traffic oh this would be a great time to pray yes. I can do right? this I can listen yes. to it I'm just gonna chill on the road exactly. and listen to my jams it's gonna be good and if Absolutely. you need if you like me I start bringing snacks you know when I drive <laughs> home sometimes I'm yes. like look I've been starving Real. you know I like the use the restroom like cause I've been sitting in traffic for an hour had to pee the Then change it. Right. You're like, what's keeping you there? Take mm-hmm. your steps. It's yes. like complaining like, is not going to help it's anything. Not, it's mm-hmm. not. Like, I get it. You know, venting does help kind of get things off of your mind and mm-hmm. get things, you know, put things, you know, put those negative vibes or thoughts out. But at a certain point, it's like, okay. Right. Right. Like, that, it's not doing anything yeah. but hurting mm-hmm. you. I think. Ooh. And the people around you. Because nobody want to hear that. Yes. <laughs> I was like, dang, Jazz, I was just complaining to you yesterday. <laughs> no, no. You could have told me to shut down. It was a healthy vent, you know. And then I wasn't mad because you saw, like, at the mm-hmm. end of the conversation, you were like, but, you know. Right. Because sometimes you listen to people and it's like, man, they complain about, you know, their health. You know, they complain about a lot of stuff. Right. But it's like they're not doing anything to change that situation. Yeah. Solutions. Exactly. Yeah. And, I mean, that's a really good way to put it also it's just like you have to have friends that will like sometimes i ain't gonna lie i kind of be getting mad at jazz and jazz sorry <laughs> they be getting me some the like they give you the real advice not the like the advice you want to hear like yeah you know get them stuff like that like they will not agree with you they'll be looking at the positive things and everything but you know the bible says or you know you don't want to put that negative energy out there you know karma and i'm like 
all right <laughs> let me be let me be a better person and a lot of times it just starts and ends with us like mm. everything yeah. complaining or not like it all starts with us mm. it does and sometimes true. you need that validation like right. when we were talking about relationships and you were venting to us about some things and you were like y'all like is it me or is mm. it right. you know like, am I really it, complaining yes. or is this person tripping it, and I'm just in an unhealthy situation exactly. <laughs> that's good so yeah, that's good. That's a good complaining because I think it's very important to talk to the people that you trust and trust that you love um, about the things that you're going through. And that mm-hmm. that I feel like that is venting, not so much complaining. It's just like mm-hmm. I need help. Like right. I need to figure out this situation. Right. And um, to go back to um, Tiffany Storia from early, early. Oh yeah, I forgot what you were using. That's so sad. Okay, but to go back to Tiffany's story about her job, you were sharing with us how they're hiring on two more social media people anytime soon, and that's been like one of those topics that she's been complaining about, but what made me think as you were talking about that, actually three things came up, so one was the first thing was trust. Mm-hmm. How well do you trust your company? Do you trust that your boss or your CEO is going to do what's best for you? Or do you think she's out doing something like to try to be malicious, malicious towards you and try to bring somebody in towards your job? I mean, to come for your job. And so the way you talk about your CEO, I don't think you ever really have to think. I mean, you love her. I think she loves you all. And she really just she come does. from a genuine place. So you got to think about that trust. Do I trust that you're going to do something for the best of my interest or something that's detriment to me? So I think with knowing that you can trust her, I think that you don't even have nothing to worry about. That's one. Mm-hmm. Second point is how you were saying, what if this person could be potentially better than me? Mm-hmm. I think we all have special gifts that only we can bring to the table. So right. you really don't ever have to worry about someone being better than you. Maybe they can do something different than you, and maybe there's tons of things that you can do different than they can do. And then another thing I wanted to, to add on to that is that whole factor of um, that, that term when they say you never want to be the smartest person in your group. Because Definitely. you, it, it doesn't, it kind, it kind of gets to a point to where you become stagnant. If you are the one that everyone comes to for all the answers, you do want someone around you, not necessarily smarter than you, but know things that yeah, you don't know because it forces you to stretch your potential. Maybe she could teach you things even greater that can, outside of your job, can blow you up for your social media or your right. YouTube or your Inspire, I mean, or Inspire or Soul Feeling, so to speak. Absolutely. So it's just like, we all kind of and this myself included you start to um we get in that um because we're taught from young age like you always have to compete against the next person or it's a doggy dog world or whatever the case may be instead of us it's all about that perception as we just been talking about Kobe like I don't have to but like I get to work with this really cool person that knows all this good stuff and now I'm learning so much from them and now I can actually I learned this and now I can edit our videos in 2.5 seconds now look I've been doing it for a long way like you never really know what that person can bring you but just changing our perception perception instead of I have to work with this person that's coming for my job but I get to work with these really dope people that's teaching me even more things that I didn't know or now I can teach them I never knew it's forced me to step into a leadership role I never even knew I even had to so you just never know where life may take you but then I like how you did flip it and (laughs) into your story and say you know God's gonna work it out regardless because it is right and I think complaining also comes from like just being a little egotistical and just very Mm -hmm. like centered around yourself like 
And when I was thinking about just going back to my job, I'm like, hold up. The nonprofit I work for do great things in the community. And why am I putting myself, mm-hmm. like, kind of, like, above that? Like, in a way. Right, right, Because, right. It's like, oh, you worry about yourself. But, okay, how would this better the the company, the, the, community. the greater yeah. the greater skill? And I think, like, mm-hmm. a lot of times we just take ourselves out of it and look at the bigger picture, Real. we wouldn't have enough room to complain. Hmm. So, like, I just want like, you know, that's something I have to work on with myself. It's just, like, taking myself out of it and not just being, oh, me, 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 this could happen to me, this could happen to me. But, right. like, no, like, this is providing a job for someone who needs it. Like, mm-hmm. and then she could, sh- and she could help. Like, in the other... Whoever else they hire, mm-hmm. you know, that's providing a livelihood for them for a company that I adore, right. that they'll adore. So it's just like, okay, you don't want to share an office, but <laughs> that, but I want them to succeed in life, you know, right. like that. So it's like, you know, sometimes like if we just take ourselves out of this, these complaints and yeah. see the bigger picture, you know, you know, it's really not that serious. Ain't that easy? That's real. That's true. So, uh, complaining is just like, I feel like complaining, you know, the enemy, what's that, what's that quote? It's like, the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But, so it's just like, automatically, when we, we get into something that's changing, something good that changes, right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. my role in my job, this last year, I said it's been basically perfect in a job that I'm just so grateful for and so to see that change I don't know why fear comes in automatically to just think of all the bad circumstances but you have to realize the enemy comes to kill still and destroy Mm. but we have a greater God you know so it's just like oh it's just like I don't know why the first thoughts are just so negative but Mm. you have to really train yourself to think positively like nope it's gonna be fine like it's gonna be better than right. I ever could even think mm-hmm. and so like I really liked your your lesson about you know perspective you have to change your perspective you right. have to have a godly perspective yeah. and so and sometimes that could be hard right. that's why you have to um like leave little messages that's why I, I have this really cute light in my room mm-hmm. that says love thy neighbor because if we love thy neighbor, a lot of things come, uh, a lot of our complaints come, like, from people. Like, whether Maybe. it's politics or anything, mm-hmm. it's about a, a threat people have on you. Mm-hmm. But if you walk in love and True. speak with love and just wanting the best for other people, yes. then whether y'all, you're, someone's a Republican, whether someone's, um disagrees with you mm-hmm. if you have love on your brain you're gonna get that back first of all yes. but also you view things differently hmm. so that part it helps you stop complaining <laughs> yeah. so know, but that was weird but that something is kind of off mm-hmm. left but that just made me think about like as consumers mm-hmm. <laughs> how we complain a lot but it is for the greater good right. you know you think about like I've been traveling quite a bit and mm-hmm. I cannot tell you like how many times even me myself included mm-hmm. and I just hear people complaining about delayed flights mm-hmm. you know complaining about mm-hmm. just certain things you know customer service or the flight attendants right. or right. things like that so complaints in that perspective mm-hmm. you know can help companies grow can right. help people be better oh, can yeah. help you know 
Like I think about surveys that people send out, companies send out. Like yes. that is an opportunity mm-hmm. for us as consumers to complain to make, you know, mm. things better. That's mm. so good. And I think I, like, oh, no, I was. Gonna, I'm so glad you said that because I was even thinking about it that way. But I wrote down like in my to do list today mm-hmm. because I told you about that whole scenario where I was being a little little stank towards my the people I love yes. at my job yes. but I was like I really don't like that and so I wrote down in when it comes to complaining don't complain and not take action like we yes. said earlier mm-hmm. so I was like let me write down let me talk to my higher ups to mm-hmm. just tell them like this is how this, I'm feeling yes and and I hopefully I'm not coming off I wasn't you don't feel like I was coming off with off this way mm-hmm. but this is why I felt this way but right. I now know that it's going to be for the greater good of the company I wrote right. that down okay. in my to-do list mm-hmm. because like you can't have a complaint and hold it in mm-hmm. if it's something that you could change so it's exactly. very important to speak up if you have that open door policy yeah. That's and, true. and sometimes you just never know like somebody else may be thinking the same thing and if mm-hmm. nobody's ever saying anything or right. you know, speaking up about it to the right, right, per- right people right person mm-hmm. then nothing is ever going to change change mm-hmm. you know? yes and i think a lot of complaints also comes from not understanding mm-hmm. so if you never voice your opinion or talk to someone about it mm-hmm. you know you might feel like you're alone but if you get like an understanding of why yeah. people think a certain way or why mm-hmm. things are changing mm-hmm. then you're like oh i get it it can be an easy fix exactly. and a compromise that the two of you can come to for a common agreement. Right. And I do agree, like, when you were mentioning about the customer service or per se, yeah. I was thinking more so about the flight. So most people, we complain when our flight is delayed. No one yes. likes their flight to delay or um, yes. if there's, like, major traffic. But just going to the flight, it's like we complain about these things, but what if they just threw us on a plane, a exactly. faulty airplane, and Girl. anything could happen? Exactly. So sometimes we're complaining about things, but it's... It, it's for our best interest the reason why the situation is at, yes, at hand so yes. anytime I'm rushing and I like get caught at a red light mm-hmm. and I'm like you know what okay maybe I, it's, it's a reason I got caught at the red light right like, me too <laughs> I was like I might have missed what if something. I would yeah, through it ran it and then right. something happened like you know what I'm just gonna I'm just oh, chill, chill. Yeah, I'm let, yeah. let things work out the way it's supposed to. Right. <laughs> right. Because you know, it'll be those days where it seemed like everything going wrong. Like, I missed this, like, alarm, yes. and then I have all the stoplights, oh. and then, then I see to myself, wait, this maybe God is protecting me from yes. something. I ain't yes. supposed to be there, exactly. obviously, at this right time. Exactly. So let me just chill. Right. <laughs> like, so everything stopping you from getting to that place exactly. was like, like, what is a goddamn train? <laughs> Kobe, you touched on this earlier. Um, you, you were saying how, you know, we just need to let it go. We keep believing the same thing by when we complain to this person, that person. And that is so true because when you think about it, y'all, when you be complaining per se, and like say you vent to, I'm talking about that vent type complaint. Like when you just, <laughs> and I be vent to Tiffany, she'd probably be like, oh, no, no. Girl, I'd rather you vent to me than somebody who ain't gonna have your voice. No, <laughs> but yes, with that being said, though, if you're one of those people that just vent to any and everybody, which, um, 
be careful with that. But if you yes. are venting to any and everybody, or even if you're just venting to one person, you constantly venting over and over and over again, and not thinking about those solutions, yeah. you are technically reliving that thing like you think about how when you you really telling the story and your blood pressure start getting high you start sweating you like start feeling like you in the moment you can see that person's face in your mind like you were really like reenacting this event or creating an event because we always say how thoughts become things right so of the fact that we are complaining and we're we telling that story to 20 different people 100 different people like we're well, not 100 but 100 different times instead of Okay, I understand we all human. We just need to get it out. So maybe what if you made this vow to yourself? And, and my soulmates out there, I want y'all to make this vow to yourself. I'm talking to myself too because I can, I can get <laughs> motor mouth this sometimes and be complaining over and over again. But let's make a vow to ourselves to say, okay, I'm going to tell this story to just one person, one time, get it all out and just you know pour it yeah. all out like try try doing that and i mean it, look, in the beginning i don't know okay you know what? Like, i'm just gonna put everybody on one phone call, <laughs> <laughs> call right now <laughs> look i'm gonna go live and tell this
poured that didn't even complain to anybody and just complained quote unquote to God and just gave it all to God and then and let God be like okay watch me work all up in your that life used to be the trend because you know what it has really become a trend to like you know spill the tea what's the yes. tea you know like people live for that like right. you know like okay girl what's going on today what's going on in you your know? life and it always yes. geared toward bad news yes. or like what's the struggles or the problems yes. like what why can't be what's positive popping in your yes. life like, I wonder that too, because sometimes it feels like you get closer to a person when you're spilling. You can have that tea. common, yeah, yeah that common, something that common dislike, right? Mm. I, I, I don't know what is that. I That's think so because it is rooted with trust, because you're not just gonna tell anybody, like you said. Right. Someone that you don't trust, well, some people do do that. Y'all don't don't do that if that's you. <laughs> but you're not just gonna tell anyone these things what's going on with you if you don't trust them. So I guess the fact that you can open up to someone about mm-hmm. something like that in your that life brings you closer. That me that brings you closer because it's like, oh, you trust me with that information. Yeah, that's huge. You, you that's trust true. me to to help you make that type of decision. Yeah. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. But you know, why why we ain't trusting God go though? To God first. <laughs> That's you know, the, the real thing is we go to other people first, so then you need to take it to him first. Yes, take it to God first, and what if God will correct that problem before exactly. you need to take it to 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, exactly. 13 people. And you know, all this energy into your problem. Yeah. Right. That's so true, because I told that same story about... Because <laughs> sometimes you should be wanting people to agree with you. Yeah. Like, this don't mean nothing else in this, right? 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 Like, agree with me, though. Right. <laughs> people who ain't gonna agree with you who who gives you solutions mm-hmm. but yeah. and you will keep telling that story until you get somebody on your side like mm-hmm. i knew i was right <laughs> i know i'm right mm-hmm. yep they doing it wrong <laughs> but sometimes it ain't that but that's just something to be mindful of because when i was just thinking about our complaining we complain a lot sometimes just about the smallest things or the largest things and sometimes you need to send it to god and it's just like complaining is just way too much energy. It's just like it just makes you feel bad. First mm-hmm. of all, like, like you said, when you tell a little story, you get heated, you start crying, you like yes. I don't understand. You reflecting about it, yeah. but then it's just like like we all say in like basically all of our podcasts, like we have to think about the things that we're grateful for. Mm-hmm. We have to think about. What if things go right? Like, what if they go right? Yeah, like we always think about what if they go wrong? What if they go right? And then it's just like, it's just life is life, and I want us to all be able to live it without always focusing on the negativity. Mm-hmm. Or it's not even like a lot of times complaining is about we could complain about stuff we don't even know is gonna happen. Like, why waste your breath on something that you don't even know is going to happen? You don't even know the result yet. At least complain about something you in at the moment. Right. (laughs) And I'm guilty of that. Like, just thinking about all the infinite what-if possibilities, you know, just based off this one situation, it can lead you to here, 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 and there, here, and there. And then this could end up happening. And then I can end up doing this. Yeah. And then that, 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 this. And I'm like, damn, this ain't even happened yet. Right? And then it caused you to just give up before you even... It defeats you. Yes. And that's the thing. The enemy wants you to be defeated. Like, the reason why our podcast just messed up, we was talking too much truth. And (laughs) it was like, nope, we don't need this to go out. But it's going to go out. (laughs) (laughs) But yes, that's so true. But that's, that's totally, those voices come in to just, like, 
have you complaining and have you thinking negative, but you have to fight that. You have to change your perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to. Like, your purpose depends on it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then the, uh, one tip I'm going to just add to um, to how a way you can combat it. It was, um, shout out to Miller Hodge, Trey Hodge. Hey! hey. I'm married to an amazing woman, Logan. <laughs> Trey Hodge, he posted this on Facebook, and it was from a preacher, and he basically said to do this. So, soulmates, I want y'all to do this with me. So, in your head, I want you to count to the number 10. All right, start, five, four, three, two, go. Start counting number 10, okay? Now, say your name out loud. Now, what just happened to your count? When you say your name out loud, are you still counting? Tiffany. Sorry, I said it in my head. Exactly. So you, well, yeah, I know y'all supposed to, know, some of y'all may have said it in your head, but so anyways, what happened is, so you know, you were supposed to be counting to number 10, right? But then when I told you to say your name, you were supposed to say it out loud, but I didn't tell y'all to do this, so it's cool. So when you say your, said your name out loud, what happened to your count? It stopped, didn't it? Right. Did y'all agree? Mm-hmm. Everyone's count stopped. When whatever, maybe you reached number six, maybe you reached number eight, but it, it did not make it to number 10, right? So what ends up happening is, and what we have to start training ourselves to do, yes, we may be thinking these negative thoughts. Yeah, we may be thinking these, complain, these complaints, like running them over and reliving them over and over and over again in our heads. And then what we have to do is we have to speak words out loud to deter ourselves from those negative thoughts because just as you know when you said your name out loud that count stops so just as you know the same way when you start thinking these thoughts of complaints or just negative thoughts in general speak something out loud it doesn't have to be your name speak things that's positive instead of saying i like we should like kobe gave that good advice on instead of saying i have to do this or i have to i get to blank 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 if i'm complaining about being in this traffic well, I get to spend some alone time and really connect with my thoughts and analyze life and see what I want to do in the next five years. You can use that time to to really be um, productive or use it as time of value. So in anything in your life, whatever you're complaining about, try to find the inverse, the opposite of what that complaint is. If you're complaining about not having enough money, well, then we'll be like, well, I get to start learning how to budget my money um, now so I don't be in the same position earlier and I'll do this by God's grace and God's strength and God's guidance so I always throw God in there so he can make sure that thing happen and work out for you but yeah so I just thought that would be really really beneficial for us and I've been using it. it's been helping me and I know it's like wait I gotta talk to myself out loud but it's yes. power when you declare things out loud and use your vocals your verbal like voice because like we always say it's life and death in the tongue and sometimes when you think of something it's easy when we always say think something else in your head inside your mind and just replace it but when you literally verbally speak it out loud you have no choice to interrupt your thought like it just automatically happens so when you are thinking those things like literally say something out loud it's gonna automatically like instantly right there in that second change the thing that you were thinking because you can't Think something and be saying something at the same time. <laughs> right, it just right. don't work. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. It's really good. Thank you. Shout out to Trey. Thank you. Y'all know what time it is? I it's do. Affirmation, affirmation time. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. time.
So guys, if this is your first time tuning in on the Soul Feeling Podcast, we always, 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 always end our podcast with a positive affirmation. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. what the heck is an affirmation? An affirmation <laughs> is any positive or negative statement you were using to transform your life. Now, either you transform it in one or two ways, either for the amazing beauty, magical divineness, or for the depression, the complaining, the sadness, and the negativity. So, we just gonna manifest that that second one ain't you. So, what we're gonna do, if we have been manifesting those negative things, like we just said in the podcast, is life and death in the tongue. Even in the Bible, it states, let the weak say y'all like catch this and I ain't never caught this up until now but it says let the weak say say verbally say I am strong so don't think you strong like literally physically speak that over your life and say that I am strong and guys you would just be surprised on how your life will transform and it may not happen overnight but don't give up don't quit keep on working into that affirmation manifest and manifest just means until it comes true so we gonna end this thing out with our positive affirmations who gonna end it out who wanna start us out it's three of us so we gonna shoot y'all with three affirmations and I'm affirming that it's millions and trillions or whomever is divinely meant to be out there tuned in that's our soulmates instead of complaining I am making necessary changes to better my life Mm. Mm. I'm doing that too, y'all. I am secure in where God has placed me. Mm. I trust that God is going to give me exceedingly abundantly and above all that I can think or ask. That's good, guys. So let us know your affirmations below. Make sure you follow us and subscribe to us everywhere. Soul Filling Podcast. That's S O U L space F I L L I N G. Everywhere. Yes. If this podcast resonated with you, please share it share, and talk support, to us about support. it. Support, you can DM guys. us, you could tweet us, you could Instagram us. And for all of you guys that are already doing it, we see it and we adore it and we love yes, it. It just do. makes us know that. You know what we're saying actually makes sense yes, <laughs> it's actually guys. helping you guys it, means the world. You. it really does so keep letting us know if, if we say or do anything that's resonate with you let us know don't be afraid and also don't be afraid to share this podcast guys because without you all honestly guys no one would hear about soul feeling podcast so we need you just as much as y'all ascribe and listen to us on a day-to-day basis Yes, and remember, if you are in town, if you live in the Houston area, we would love to meet you guys. We would love to socialize with you guys. So come out to our live show. It's going to be a total vibe. We have so much in store. I'm, like, so excited. Super Go ahead and get your tickets. Come celebrate with us. We can. It's going to be a whole vibe.